Hello everybody and welcome to AFLW's Home Ground Heroes, where the home ground is the hero. I'm your host Nick Musgrove and I'm here with my co-host Nick Russell. Hello Buzzy, hello dear listener. And guess where we are today? Where are we Buzz? Tell our I listeners. I will reveal to Tell you. Tell both of our listeners. Where to we are. both dear listeners that we are at Victoria Park and we couldn't be more excited. We're here at the spiritual home of the Collingwood Footy Club for the first game here for the Pies. 20 years as they take on the D's for the Collingwood versus Melbourne derby. I'm calling it a derby. Well, no, it is the derby in a way in the sense that Melbourne supporters bought up all the Collingwood land. (laughs) It's a a home ground of sorts for them. They've never been here. It's the landlords versus tenants showdown. (laughs) <laughs> they, don't, they don't. They don't. I've never been to Collingwood, but they do own a lot of it. And technically, it's yeah. Abbotsford now. It's yeah, actually it's not fine. Collingwood. They still never step foot the other side of Hunter. No, no. Or, or the Yarra, or the Yarra, yeah. uh, for that matter. But it's a pretty special place. You can feel the history. You can. Uh, you, you can, can almost. You can certainly smell the you history. You can certainly <laughs> smell the history in this uh, condemned stand we're sitting in. But geez, it's exciting. On the train, the supporters making the pilgrimage like the days of old. It yeah. meant something to them. Yeah. It meant a lot. Uh, there were people there who were, you know, in their 70s and 80s, and you know that this was their weekend ritual. Every second week, every Collingwood home game, right up until 1999, and you couldn't wipe the smile off their face getting the chance to do that again. And two decades later, they're back on the train. They're unfamiliar with the Mikey system. All of them are getting booked. Lost, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't actually catch the train today, Mars. Mm-hmm. I walked. I'm an Abbotsford local. I've lived here for seven years. And I walked out my front door a few hours ago and started the long march to the ground. You joined the parade. I joined the As I was walking, it was really interesting. It's one of the great things about AFL women's footy, what it's done. It's taken the game back to the fans by playing the games at really traditional home grounds. This is what we've been craving, and this is what this show is all about. We're here to celebrate the local sights, sounds, smells, and personalities of AFLW, and we're going to celebrate a new home ground each week. And is there a better place to start than Victoria Park? Well, Princess Park, arguably. <laughs> no. Traditional rival. Yeah, no, I would say, well, personally for me, Victoria Park, because it's very convenient. But there is something really special, spine-tinglingly special, about walking down to Vic Park, pulling up a pew on these rock-hard wooden benches. I've got three splinters. We're talking splinters. Are they ergonomic? (laughs) I wouldn't say they're particularly ergonomic. Right. Uh, Ironically, every office block in the area would have super ergonomic chairs because, of course, Collingwood has become incredibly gentrified. Yeah. Where once you had uh, illegally smuggled in whiskey in a uh, coffee flask, you can now get a long macchiato. You can get a long macchiato poured by an incredibly hairy but well-groomed hipster with a top knot. But that is the paradox of here. I mean, that's just Brody Grundy. Though. That's <laughs> he's yeah, a, he's good a, on him for coming Brody, out. It's nice to see him out here pouring some coffee. <clears throat> but I tell you what, Mars, today isn't just significant for the Collingwood Footy Club. The Pies are playing the D's. It's round two. And today, Demons defender Harriet Cordner becomes the third generation of Cordner to pull on the Demons red and blue at Victoria Park. I mean, she obviously comes from an incredible football family. The, the name Cordner needs no introduction. Having said that, let me introduce it for you. Please, introduce Most it. Most famously led by her grandfather, former Melbourne player, Brownlow medalist, Dr. Don Cordner. Classic Melbourne. Doctors and lawyers. <laughs> I think for younger supporters, when people throw around terms like traditional rivalry, it's a thing you say, but you don't really connect to it. Come to the ground. Come to Vic Park. You'll get it. Come to Vic Park and reconnect with that collective sense of belonging and significance that AFLW is bringing. And Mars, as we sit here talking about, you see the Collingwood girls are coming out for their sort of pre-game warm-up. They're walking out to the centre gra- of the ground. The ground looks absolutely stunning, by the way. I come down here on occasion to fly my kite, <laughs> and it is mine, <laughs> with my three-year-old son. And okay. I'm like, hey, Monty, give me my kite back. <laughs> uh, well, no. No, no wonder the ground's in such great nick. You've been aerating it all week. But I haven't seen... I've not seen it this... It's looking... They've got done a great job. By the way, we, we are in the Bob Rose stand. Now, that's uh, Collingwood Royalty. We're also... To our uh, right is the uh, TW Sharon 
stand. And of course, the TW stands for Nick. Uh, 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 it's the wet. The wet Sharon. The wet Sharon. Beware the wet Sharon. It's, and it's been a bit of a wet morning, actually. Not as wet as last night, mate. The Giants hosted the Roos, and the Roos got their second win from two games. Here's a quick fact for you. Hit me. The North Melbourne Kangaroos team have never been beaten in never the been history beaten. of the club. Hasn't been done. Will they ever be beaten? That's the big question. That's the question. Tweet in. <laughs> we don't have a Twitter account yet, do we? <laughs> Nor are we live. <laughs> so, But more importantly, the reason we're here today, the, yes. the yes. Pies are coming off a one-point loss to Geelong. The Dears are coming off a four-point loss at home to the Dockers. But the other game I'm looking forward to is the Cats and Dogs tonight down at Whitnoble. Because it's, there's been a bit of rain around. And look, if it's raining Cats and Dogs, the Dogs are also the reigning premiers. So it could be raining Cats and Dogs and raining Dogs and Cats. I'm not going to lie, not a lot of that made sense. <laughs> the other thing that I love about this sort of grassroots feel of being back at the park is the fact that you're right on the sidelines, you can hear all the nicknames getting thrown around. For example, you, Nick Musgrove. If you ran out on the ground today, I would say, Nick Musgrove, what are you doing running out on the ground today? It's an AFL women's game, you don't play for either team and you're not a woman. But you wouldn't be Nick Musgrove, you'd be Muzzy. And me, Nick Russell, I'm Rusty or Russ. And we're joined today by someone very special to help us get to know a few more of the nicknames at the Collingwood Football Club it's All-Australian, reigning BNF and rising star, Chloe Malloy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. That's Thank you, Nick and Nick. Uh, oh, sorry, Rusty and Muzzy. Uh, correct. Already correct. got it. Yeah, she's on, she's on it. She's a home ground hero professional. Um, <laughs> do you have a nickname, Chloe? Have you got one? No, I don't. Don't worry, we're going to fix that. Just about we to are on it. I'm pretty sure that won't last long. <laughs> we got you sorted. Can we start with a bit of a trust exercise where yep. basically you breach the trust of all your teammates? <laughs> all right, we want to know some of the inner sanctum nicknames for your teammates. All right, it'll cost you though. Okay, all right. What's, what yeah, what's the price? What's the deal? Oh, I have to get a good nickname though. All right, we can do it. We've actually oh, got a good okay. one lined I've, up. I've it. put oh, a lot of research into this. <laughs> Okay. All right. What do you got for us? Well, we have Rowie, who's our Irish. Um, oh yeah, Sarah Rowie. Yeah. Yep. She's called De Rowie. So Jordan De Goey, <laughs> but Sarah De Rowie. De Rowie. Right. But that's great. That's great. That is into a good one. Yeah. Have you got another one for us? Uh, so Lauren Butler. Yep. Whiz. Whiz. How do you get Wiz. there? So Whiz is short for wizard because she's just an absolute whiz at everything: footy, academics, life. Really? The whiz? <laughs> the whiz was better than butts, so... <laughs> yeah, she needed a nickname. Yeah. Yeah, Opposition supporters yeah. might run with butts, yeah. but um, who's, on butts? Yeah. who's on butts? Who's on butts? We've got another one. So Sophie Alexander, who's our forward, she's spesh. Spesh, okay. Spesh. Um, Short for special, presumably? Oh, very yeah. good, Rusty. Um, spesh because she's special with the ball and she can do anything with it, so... Ah, uh, very good. Story checks out. Yeah. So hang on, let's just piece the chain together here. Can you do the commentary test for me, Rusty? We bring those names together. Spesh down to DeRoy. DeRoy back to Spesh off the half-back flank. It's Chloe Malloy, or as we like to call her, the real McCoy. <laughs> and there it is. What do you think, the real McCoy? Please give me the story behind it. <laughs> uh, this is where our age is really going to tell. So... Uh, Chloe Malloy, the real McCoy. A bit of rhyming slang for you. Real McCoy obviously means the real deal, and everybody knows that's how you play, and that's <laughs> that's your talent. But also, did you know that the hit band, the real McCoy, was pumping out hits the year you were born? They had number one hit, Pump Up the Jam, in 1999, the year of your birth. Firstly, were you aware of that? Secondly, have you ever heard of the band, the real McCoy? <laughs> or the phrase... <laughs> Uh, no, no, and no. <laughs> I, I don't think this is going to stick for us. You but are the real McCoy. It's got a nice story behind it, and you know, you can justify it, which is good. But it turns out, we did a little bit of research. We went deep on your Instagram. You might have noticed a few likes from like three years ago. There was one that yeah, popped yeah, up. Just yeah. one. <laughs> we were those creeps. <laughs> we were creeping deep, deep I in the butter I would love zone. to see what you found. What did you well, find? Well, we, we came across a photo of you on your Instagram where you have the nickname Baby's Bottom. Oh, 
Are you familiar with why that is or what that is? Yes. So it's smooth like a baby's bottom. 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 <laughs> so I'm a smooth player, I guess you'd call it. Oh, so both of us are young fathers. We've both recently had children. So you both have smooth baby butts in your life? Well, when I think <laughs> of a baby's bottom, given what I've experienced over the last three years, <laughs> I don't. that's not the thing that springs to the mind. But do you know what? They are particularly smooth. And it also says, and this is important if you've ever seen uh, Chloe play, of course, it's, it says, so this she got a certificate on her Instagram. You can find it. <laughs> Give it another like if you like. It's, only got, it's only got 12,000. Uh, and it says, but she gets the Baby's Bottom Award, always smooth under pressure. Now, that's when you yes. really want to be smooth. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you're alongside Sophie Casey, a teammate, whose nickname in this photo is the Macadamia Nut. The Macadamia Can you talk us through that? Well, we thought we'd make it funny and call it the Macadamia. It's, at, it's the hard nut one, so the one that's ah, in there good. puts a body in line, but... I thought macadamia nut would be a bit funnier than just the hard nut. I like it. It's like almost it. as good as the real McCoy, as, <laughs> as a nickname. The real McCoy's up there. Yeah, it's right. I must say. All right. Well, now look, time is precious. We've got a few suggestions. We're just going to fire them at you. Now, I think both Nick and I have options for you, and we want you to decide whose nickname is better. Okay. Okay. The first player we've got is Erica Fowler, yes, number fifteen, on. tall forward. I think Erica Fowler's nickname should be Chuka. That is her nickname. What? No, I'm kidding. It's not. Oh, <laughs> oh, so smooth moving. Look at that. It looks so smooth. The, the baby's, baby's bottom. bottom. Right. So I reckon Erica Fowler. Oh, are you going to explain why? Well, she's foul. Foul. She's a oh, okay. a fowl, like a you know a, yes. a domesticated guinea fowl. Right. I thought that was too long. Okay. Now I am going a different angle. Now I um, remember that uh, Ange Cristo in AFL M. Uh, was not so much a nickname, but it was something you said before he kicked the ball. He was such a big kick of the ball, everyone would go, woof, before he kicked so it. Called. Yeah, now I'm thinking for Erica here, I learned that she was a paramedic. So imagine, now stay with me here. I'm with you. I'm with you. Imagine you, if. This is already a much yeah, worse yeah, nickname yeah, than mine, yeah, sure. Imagine, just before she clicked the ball, the whole crowd went, clear! Don't be too impressed, all right? I know it's a very good idea. You've actually just made me speech. I don't yeah. know what to say. Yeah. And that's not a positive thing. Yeah, but, you know, paramedic style. Okay, should we rub the things right, together? Okay, right, okay. Well, on the count of three, why don't we practice? One, two, three. Clear! Clear. Then, oh, bang, goal. Know. Yeah, I think we get confused, though, with, with the goal umpire. All clear. Yeah. I say yeah. clear. And she be, should be very confused. Yeah. All right, let's run with Chuka. Yeah, let's run with Chuka. Okay, right, next one for One nil to oh, Rusty. Number 20 is Cecilia McIntosh. Firstly, fascinating story. Won a silver medal in Javelin. Oh, she's amazing. At the yeah. 2002 Commonwealth Games. But then also, she was just like, oh, I just want to, I just want to be a bobsledder as well. Yeah, that's good. Jump in a bobsled. Do you get that sense? You meet, you like, you meet her. You get the sense she can just do it all. Oh, yeah. And like literally. And she's got a story. She went from summer to winter Olympics. That's, like, that's not normal. That is staggering. Very few people worldwide, let alone Australians, will have done that. But. I've got a nickname for Cecilia McIntosh. Now, you know, we're not running with Macca, too obvious, or Ronald, Good, the derivative like of yep, Macca. Yep, yep. But what I'm thinking is apples. Apple Macintosh. Oh, because, you know, no. nowadays all Macs are just Macs. But pre, like Apple Mac, I'm thinking apples might stick. Um, I think Granny Smith is a step too far. Although Bruce yeah. McAvaney might quite like the Golden Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. But I'm thinking, okay, apples is my submission for Cecilia Macintosh. Okay, okay, apples. I'm going to sort of be that one. I was thinking Macintosh is a word for an English parker. Uh, so I thought we'd, let's ozify it and let's make it the Dryser Bone. Let's call it Dryser. She hates them both. Just because it's a podcast, I need to make it clear her face Look, is at all. I've never seen an eye roll yeah. more pronounced. <laughs> oh, she has a nickname at the moment. I'll oh, reveal that. Us. I'll reveal that. Her current nickname, soon to be old nickname, is. Da Seabomb. Oh, wow! So, yep, she's Seabomb. Okay. You can say Do that. Do you know, if I was the coach, I'd be tempted to drop her. <laughs> and I go, no, just kidding. You're a really good player. You're back in, but I just wanted the press to read 
Colin would drop the C-bomb. And for that, yeah. your nickname means... I cannot remember what it was, but it means... <laughs> Thank you. Do you remember what mine was? Apples. 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 All right, next one. You've already mentioned Daroi. Here are some um, suggestions for Roy. Or Daroi, as I like to call Okay, stick with me here. With you. Sarah Rowe. Sarah Rowe. Row, row, row your boat mm-hmm. gently down the stream. Soda stream. Soda. <laughs> I reckon we call her Soda. I'm so glad there's a GoPro here filming my reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Words could not convey her disgust. Daroi is need out, vision. Soda is in. All right, well, we might stick with Daroi for Sarah Rowe. Yeah, I think that's probably the best submission. Um, okay, final submission for you. Number 10, Ash Brazel. Or as I like to say, Brazil. But it's definitely Brazil, isn't it? It's Brazil. It's Brazil. Brazil, okay. Brazil. Brazil. Ooh, is yep. that your submission? No, it's off no. the cuff. A oh. little bit of Brazil, okay. Dazzle out on okay. the wing. Well, I would like to submit the following nickname. Yes. Brazil becomes Brazil. Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> it's already going well. Robert de Janeiro. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Senior. Senior Citizen. Citizen Kane. Sugar Kane. Sugar Cube. Cuba. Let's call her Cuba. Yeah. Well, I'm like... so creative that I just I have to commend you for your creativity. You. In hindsight, there's actually a far quicker way to get from Brazil to Cuba. <laughs> It's with a map. Just hearing that out loud, I've just yeah. It's like the things in the newspaper where you start with one word and then it, you just continue down. Got to get the whole exactly way. Like yeah. Okay. So do you reckon it could stick? Uh, no. She... <laughs> you know what? Find her, ask her, and she turns around, it sticks. Okay. All right. We're going to test these. So we yell them from the boundary and see if they. And if anyone responds, other than you, <laughs> this, is a, this is a stitch up. You're getting him to yell it out, so she turns no, around. No, no, and no, no, no. I'm not. Dex I'm him. not. I'm not. <laughs> Well, Chloe, thank you so much for giving us an insight into the nicknames of the Collingwood Footy Club. And just quickly, the foot's tracking well, your injury's tracking well? Yes, foot tracking well, the medal's all out and hopefully be running in a couple of weeks. So keep an eye out for me and keep an eye out on Instagram, which I'm sure you both Oh, we'll be deep. We'll be deep <laughs> on the Insta feed. Well, say good day to Soda and Cuba and all of your teammates. <laughs> and pals. And apples. And apples. <laughs> it sticks! Yeah. Well, best of luck today. Thank you so much for coming by. So happy to have you in. Thank you. Very best. Thank you, Rusty and Muzzy. And as the crowd continues to stream into Victoria Park and atmosphere builds, it's time for my favourite segment. It's called... Bring me a pie for lunch. Now, what's this all about? I hear you ask, sweet, gentle listener. Well, it goes a little something like Like this. this. Uh, Bring me... Are we doing it again? (laughs) We're not. Oh, sorry. Once is enough for any listener. Uh, Do you think we, people would know that that was the tune of Bring, Bring Me, me a, a Higher Love? love. I, I, I didn't even know that was a song. The real McCoy wouldn't know. The real song. McCoy had no clue. She wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> Obviously doesn't know great music from the <laughs> 90s. Uh, so, what better way to celebrate a new home ground each week than by sampling the best of the local food? Do you know what I'm really looking forward to, most? Is I'm looking forward to sinking my teeth into a tepid hot jam donut mm-hmm. with inexplicably hot jam that will burn my taste buds, burn my lips, spill onto my jeans, and burn my thigh. It's what we all go to the footy to hope to experience. If you didn't burn your tongue on hot jam, did you even go to the footy? Have you even been? We went out into the cheer squad, and we said, hey, what food best represents you? We want to try it, and then we're going to judge it. We went out there to find a pie. Guess what we found? We found an espresso cup. <laughs> we, fe- we went out for pies, and we found donuts. We found donuts. a gluten-free dip. <laughs> No, we couldn't even find them. But we did find a very nice-looking gourmet hot dog. Now, Rusty's going to try it. 
and I'm going to give you the criteria that he's going to use to judge it. Now, for those of you playing at home, I should let you know that this is a gourmet hot dog called the Tea Dog. And I asked what the T stood for, and it turns out it stands for tomato. The Tomato Dog. Uh, yeah, I think we should refer to it by its full title, mm-hmm. Tomato Dog. Dr. Professor Tomato Dog. In the living room with the candlestick. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there are four criteria that we will judge this hot dog on. No, no, this Tea Dog. Structural integrity could be one of three things. Could be an ANSET. That means a sudden and unexpected collapse is imminent. Could be a Tower of Pisa. It looks like it might collapse, but actually, hey, this holds up pretty well. Or it could be a Great Wall of China. This hot dog is going to hold together for all time and it can be seen from space. Well, purely visually, I think it looks solid. I don't even know if I can get my mouth around that. Then I'm going to hit you with temperature. Temperature could be one of three things. A Dr. Evil, because it's filled with liquid hot magma. (laughs) It could be a summer hose unexpectedly quite hot but then suddenly loses its temperature <laughs> right? or it could be a Disney Nick Russell that? and that is frozen and time to let it go <laughs> alright and then finally we're going to deal with balance now balance is about ratios we're talking we're talking your meat to gravy ratios oh, yeah. we're talking your jam to dough and the donut yep. we're talking your snag to onion as okay. a matrix yep. alright so it could be one of three things it could be a ballerina perfectly balanced okay. it could be dad up a ladder cleaning the gutters it appears to be okay but balance let's be honest could be, could be better that's <laughs> a, a little bit nervy teetering right on the edge yeah. there uh, and finally the balance could be North Korean Daily Herald that's their uh, national newspaper and it is completely unbalanced but don't mention that don't, certainly don't <laughs> say it's unbalanced right alright well I'm going to lay my, seat, my teeth into the tea dog ingredients are as follows 100% juicy Aussie sausage Thank you very much. Uh, tomato chutney, shredded lettuce. I can. I, <laughs> they're not lying. I can see one shred of lettuce. That's going to cost them on balance. That's going to cost them on balance. Unless it's very deep under the snag, the mm. 100% Aussie juicy snag. That could affect uh, both temperature and structural integrity. Well, it's just misleading. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it's going to be topped with a delicious tomato sauce, whole mayo, and herbs. Or as I like herbs. to pronounce it, herbs. Herbs. Okay, Russ, bite in. It's time. Ooh, God. Do we have a contender? I'll be pleased to report there's actually more lettuce under the snag than I initially thought. It isn't just a single shred of lettuce. There is shredded lettuces. It's a Titanic. There's hidden berg. <laughs> Iceberg, right ahead. Wow, okay. This is a, I mean, this is a dense dog. What's... <laughs> What's the criteria for density? density. Do we have that? Is density we hadn't one? thought that Can far you, ahead. I think I think of something now. Okay, Ho Chi Minh City. Dense. <laughs> Super dense. Uh, Alice Springs, more disparate. <laughs> okay. What's the final category? Wait, you're adding categories as we go. Don't expect good answers. Well, it's definitely a Ho Chi. Okay, I want you to process this. I'm going to remind you of the criteria. Yep. We want structural integrity. All right, we want balance. Did I mention it's a really dense dog? Yeah, you've told us about density. You seem to think that's now criteria. All right, talk to me about structural integrity. Ansett, Pisa, Great Wall. What do we got? I can I can rule that Ansett immediately. It's absolutely holding. Most passengers did. It's holding. It's holding its form. I'm not convinced this baguette was baked today. Freshness <laughs> is not sky high. No, okay, no. Maybe it's a pizza. Yeah, it's a pizza. It looks a little flimsy. It's a cheeky little pizza. Uh, all right, temperature. What do we got? I think this hot dog is disadvantaged by the fact that the toppings, they're all sort of room temp, but the dog itself was particularly hot. Unexpectedly so, but then cooled off really quickly. Is oh, there a hello. category for that? <laughs> it's funny you should mention that. What you're describing is a summer hose. <laughs> it's a summer hose. It's got the shape of a summer hose. It's, it a does. A turgid yeah. summer hose. <laughs> Can we call it that? <laughs> you cannot. All right, balance. Talk to me about balance. It was really turgid balance. <laughs> Tell me about the balance. Okay. It's absolutely North Korean. Oh, boy. 
Oh, I apologise to my friends at the hot dog there. So, what are we giving this out of 10? I'm going to give it a 7. Uh, oh, the umpires are out. Go, the up! No, they're not they into it. Respond, not they're not into it. Do you know what, Nick? The fact that you and I are both called Nick and have just been joined by a third Nick, I think, means that it's time for our segment, Nothing, Nothing But Nicks. Nicole Livingston, OAM. <laughs> so we'll put some heavy sound effects in post. Don't worry okay. about that. Uh, Nicole Livingston, OAM. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Home Ground Heroes. OAM, I presume, stands for Olympian oh, and Mother. Age medal. Old oh. age medal. Yes. Old age medal. I like it. Right. Well, Beautiful. welcome to the show. Welcome to Home Ground Heroes, where we're celebrating the home ground. This week we're at Victoria Park. And isn't it incredible the way that AFL Women's has brought footy back to the fans by playing at grounds like this? It's been 20 years. 20 years too long, I reckon. We needed to get back here to Victoria Park and it is absolutely sensational. Now, just to put your mind at ease, we have filled in all of the little holes out there from the dogs that (laughs) use the park during the week. Yeah, I live about a few hundred metres away and come down here during the week to fly my kite with my... Son, it is my cut, not his. I don't leave the <laughs> um, But yeah, you're constantly dodging landmines. Yep. Um, there's a few, well, a few hipsters have their French bulldogs out here, and um, I'm glad that it looks like they've all been picked up. Yes, so, so that's been picked up, but also the holes they dig. We've filled oh, the holes. Them in. Oh, we sorry, literally oh, have right. filled the holes in. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, it must feel great just looking around. People are literally just streaming into the into the ground now. The stands are uh, fast filling up. Uh, it must be a nice feeling to bring that back home. Is it, it is a really nice feeling. Uh, it is a community feel of AFLW, I really think, um, is epitomised here at Victoria Park. Uh, I drove in here, so I wasn't quite a hipster because I'm um, <laughs> doing multiple games in one day, but uh, people are just walking the streets, getting in here. For me, as a Carlton supporter, they're all wearing the wrong colour because they are wearing the black and white, um, but I'm embracing black and white today. That is very professional of you. We know that will take everything you got to embrace the uh, the old enemy. Um, but uh, it's a walk not dissimilar from the one from Carlton. Um, the I imagine back in the day there would have been on one side of the road Collingwood walking home, one side Carlton, and uh, never the twain should meet. And that's my childhood, that. going down to Princess Park with my mum and watching the footy. And uh, my mum was a really passionate football fan. Two things she defended uh, to the hilt. One was her family, the other was a footy team. So don't take her on with either of them. Right. I will stay well clear. <laughs> and uh, I, I tell you what, that's what gets us excited. I mean, and you can see it in the fans today, on the train, in the ground. They're, they're reliving some pretty significant family moments here, I think, and introducing it to a new generation. And that's, you've just picked up on the key, it's introducing it to a new generation as well. I've been fortunate enough already in this early stage of AFLW3 to go out and have a look at some of the games and what I'm actually loving seeing, and you'll see it on social media posts as well, is I'm loving seeing the fact that little boys are going up and asking our AFLW players for autographs. I saw a great photo of Emma Carney signing an autograph of a little boy. Uh, I saw a couple of little boys with their poncho rain jackets on at Dremoyne Oval in the second round, you know, just just trying to see um, what a difference it's making in the community and it's little boys and little girls, it's pretty incredible. And and it's interesting because I said uh, during the week in the lead up to round two is that I want to see genderless football. Yeah, (laughs) right. I was like, how does that work? Genderless football? Uh, Is that like a mixed relay? What happens with that? (laughs) Um, But but what I meant by that is that I want people to see their Guernseys out there. I don't want them to be going, oh, this is girls footy or this is boys footy. I want them to see footy. Yeah, it's just footy. Uh, And and when we get to that time, that, that for me is our job's done. Yeah, and the clubs are getting behind that. 
like the, the male and female facets of each club are now really embracing a one club mentality. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, they are embracing the one club mentality. We've got 10 AFLW clubs in season number three. Next year we'll have uh, 14 clubs. So we're almost there in terms of all of the clubs having a women's team. There's still a bit of work to go. There is still sort of separation in terms of staffing, certainly from a costing point of view, yeah. uh, where the girls probably look across the fence and see that the grass is much, much greener on their side and ours needs a lot of water. Um, but, you know, we will get to the stage where there is, in totality, this one club mentality where you're not even just thinking about um, AFL and AFLW, but you're also thinking about the development team. So in Victoria, obviously, that's VFL and VFLW and different around, around the nation. Absolutely. And one of the things we want to do uh, over the course of this year is delve into some of the stories of either the good or the bad old days of, uh, of, of women's footy before the advent of the official league. Oh, God, league. you're brave. I think, I think there are some, <laughs> see, that's the thing. There have got to be some stories out there. The men's league, all the country leagues, it's very well documented. Mm. But one of our missions this year is to really get to the bottom of that. I think so. a lot of people are under the misapprehension that women's football just began oh, two or three years ago no, when no. AFL women emerged. Yeah, I like, you know, I've got friends that talk to me about AFL women's like it's that was the first time women started playing footy and it's completely untrue and like, one of the things that um, I've done in taking this position is have a look at the history of it and the history is just incredible it's actually as beautiful um, I think it's called uh, it, anyway it's British uh, Sound and Film Archives there's actually vision from 1933 of girls running out in their Carlton Guernseys and the Essendon Guernsey oh, wow. and, and it's the old fashioned commentary of here come the girls 36 <laughs> in total wearing their big brother's boots with dainty ankles. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah. This, you've got to look at it. Come a long yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of feel like we're making making history. It's, it's amazing being here today, seeing people stream to the ground. The ground's filling up actually really quickly. We've been here since midday, and there was that old couple right about third row from the back, right up against the fence for the first year. They've been here since midday, sitting in the same seats that we reckon Do they've reckon been they... sitting in for 30 years. Yeah, that, that's incredible. It's got to be their seats, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, they, uh, they were so at ease at midday, knowing there was a game in five hours, uh, our, our working theories, and we'll go and find them a little later, yeah. is that that's their spot. Yeah. Always was, and it's not their first rodeo, and it's it's their opportunity to, to live live the dream once more. Yeah. So uh, we're, they've we're got their esky under the seat, so go get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, I reckon. They <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a system. But it's pretty amazing being here, and the significance of this ground not only for Collingwood but for the league generally. We're at the, we're at the very ground where Nicky Winmar famously in 1993 was playing for the Saints against the Pies. They hadn't beaten the Pies since 1976. They were complete underdogs, and they famously won that game despite a lot of racial abuse being hurled towards him. He lifted up his jumper famously, pointed to his skin and said, I'm black and I'm proud. And I think it's really interesting to be back here, not only the two Nicks talking to a third Nick, about a fourth <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nicky Winmar. That was the plan. Um, but also there's some really interesting parallels between what happened that day to not only football but this country and its mentality with AFL women's. Because the women's game has been really on the front foot about embracing and adopting diversity and celebrating everything that is different from gay to straight black white transgender you know balls different body shapes tattoo coverage that's one of the things that I love about AFL Women's and the fact that we have children who are growing up in this world that that is the norm well, to have a nation that's much more accepting is certainly a goal for all of us. I know you as young dads as well. And um, you think about Nikki Winmar and it was about inclusion and about changing mentalities and attitudes in the country. And, and I think AFLW is doing that as well. Uh, I know that it's changing a woman's place in the football club. Uh, and, and I know that eventually that will get us in a better place when it comes to prevention for violence against families. So, um, you know, that's why it's more... It's not just about the footy on the field. It's actually what we're doing to change the fabric of this nation. Uh, so being back 
back here at Vic Park, seeing uh, AFLW continue to evolve and knowing that we are, um, you know, improving the position of women right around the nation. But I should say the two Nicks from the other Nick, <laughs> it's also about men being on this journey with us yeah, as well. It, it is not about us being, um, you know, divisive or pushing you away. We need you on this journey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really important for us to be welcoming open arms. AFLW is for everyone. Yeah. Well, we're happy to be here, and we are on, we are on board 100%. and very excited. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, we might play a game that we've been excited to play with you uh, oh that uh, Nick Russell prepared. Now, are you going to give the stinger for this one? Uh, yeah, it's this game is called... Well, in fact, Nicole, would you mind giving us a little sting here? The name of the game is In the Nick of Time. So can you give okay, us a yeah. little something, and we'll jazz it up in okay. you know post production. We've got a huge post production budget. Do I need to do my best? Why what a sports voice? Yeah, oh, can you? No, be Take us treat. back. Yeah. Take us back. Okay. Chloe Malloy won't have a clue what's going on here. <laughs> Coming up next in the nick of time. Oh, yes, <laughs> one hit wonder. That's how, you do it. That's yeah. how the pros do it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, in the nick of time. Now we're going to ask you, Nick. We're going to ask you from two nicks to another nick. We're going to ask you a rapid fire series of questions. We want you to ask them as fast as you cl- fast as you can. That's my heart rate. Yeah, and we just want you, the first thing that comes. It's about getting to know the head of women's football. Oh, this could in this be country. really dangerous. It's, don't worry, we'll cut out all the bad ones. No, we won't. No, no you we'll won't. Be, but yeah, speed yeah, is key. It's whatever comes okay. into your head. You have I, to I have played. Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you go? I got to sixty-four thousand dollars, but then I lost that question. Oh, back to thirty-two. I called a friend. They got it wrong. Who was the friend? Uh, yeah, my back. ex-father-in-law. Was he ex at the time? No, he's now because he lost me out on millionaire. That was the moment. That was the $64,000 moment. Yeah. All right. So, clock starts now. Nicole Livingston, what is your favourite New York-based basketball team? The New York... Knicks. Correct. Of all the tennis players whose surname is Kyrgios, who is your favourite? Nick. To have lunch in a park on a rug is known as a pick. Nick. What is it called when you cut yourself shaving? Uh, Nick. Oh, what is the first syllable of the Central American country that rhymes with Trika Jaguar? Nick. Yes! <laughs> we got it. We got perfect score. Six for six. That's why she's the head of the game. Nothing but Nicks. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, Nick, we, thanks for playing uh, Nothing But Nicks. It's going to get harder to play each week as we run out of Nick questions. That's yeah. why we started at the top and we're going to work our way down. Hey, yes. Are you willing to come back every week? <laughs> uh, I think I'm busy. Yeah, oh, my phone's ringing. We'll get in touch with Nicky Winmar. Maybe he'll be happy to come and join us. I understand. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us on Home Ground Heroes, Nicole Livingston. And we're looking forward to a very exciting and very eventful 2019 AFL Thanks for having me, Nick and Nick. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Now, we've come out to the outer to meet our two friends that we spotted here in the outer, right from the beginning. The two people that beat us to the ground. We're joined by Rod and Suzanne from Gembrook. Hello, guys. How are you? Hi. Hi there, Nick and Nick. <laughs> We're well, very well. Yeah, you're obviously Magpie supporters. You've got the scarves, you've got the badges, you've got the jumpers. What does it mean to be back at Big Park? Uh, it's very memorable because I came here with my family when I was a tiny little girl, and it's really nice to be in the Collingwood arena again. And from my point of view, I played here in the Melbourne Boys League in the 1960s, so it's very memorable. Did you you ever win that day? I can't remember. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) Excited for the the game today? And excited for the girls. We hope they do good. Yeah, I think it's great to have the female um, playing footy. I think it's not before time, and we're very passionate about the women. We'd like to see a few 
women's coaches coaching <laughs> the women's teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes a lot and, of sense. Uh, hope this isn't too personal, but any splinters in the bum on the old wooden bench well, seats here? Well, actually, we've got yeah. our coats on Oh, you've come prepared. This isn't your first trip to Victoria Park. No, you've got right. some cushions under there. Oh, thanks for joining us. Oh, Go Pies! <laughs> Well, Muzzy, let's wrap this up. It's time for our final segment known as Haiku Corner. Of course, now, a haiku is a uh, beautiful and ancient Japanese art form in which you uh, create a poem that has five syllables in the first line, seven in the second, and, and five. 179. <laughs> it's only five oh, right. for the last five, seven, one. Five. And so uh, we're bringing a little bit of culture, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of an ancient art form to today's proceedings. Of course, uh, when the first game was played here... Uh, over a hundred years ago, the haiku was was almost equally as old, as prominent as <laughs> as, it is, of the as it is today. It was yeah. just it's as popular as then. Comic <laughs> supporters loved haikus a hundred years ago as much as they do now. Yeah. That is a fair statement. Fact. All right, so five seven got? five. Here we go. Victoria Park, home of the Magpie Army. Yep. Front teeth optional. <laughs> Marcy, I got I got to come clean with you, mate. When uh-huh. you suggested, when you said, "Hey, Rusty." I think we should do a segment called Haiku Corner. My initial response was, what's a haiku? Is that the one with 127 syllables in the last line? You said, no, the seven. Um, but look, I, I think they're good, but they're not great. Hang on. You're telling me you think the ancient and ornate and cherished art form of haiku is good but not great? Correct. <laughs> okay. I just wanted it on the record. Yeah. Well, it's missing one key element of the arts, uh-huh. and that is the element of rhyme. Element of rhyme. <laughs> It, it does make any art form better. All right, so here you go. Number one for the pie, okay, Shani. I'm Lake. excited. So she played for the Australian netball team and won gold at the Commonwealth Games, the World Cup. Here's my rhyming haiku for Shani Layton. Number one for the pies. It's Shani Layton, represented the nation. Now halfback flanking. <laughs> None of those rhyme. Not one of them rhyme. I know. And technically, she's in the rock as well. <laughs> I love it though. But Ruck doesn't run with Layton. Sheer endeavour is getting over the line of that one. I could not, I, I could not resist loving it. Well, Mozzie, that's a that's a pretty high night to end on. We're going to wrap this up, but let me tell you, it's a packed house. It's traditional footy at its best. It's two arch rivals. The wind has settled. The home ground is the hero. But you know what? Ultimately, fair listeners, you're the heroes. There's today. the siren. There's the whistle. We'll see you next time on Home Ground Heroes. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Enjoy the footy.